Well, I'm, I'm on, on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm, yes, on, I'm on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It's Monday, first uh, day of the work week. Of course, Sunday's the first day of every week. It's the Lord's Day. But here we are on the first day of our Monday through Friday weekly broadcast uh, on the winning side here at noon uh, live. And we are thankful to have you with us. I hope you're having a good day. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, I love every weekend. I love every Sunday, but I especially love Easter and what a blessing. The Lord gave us a wonderful day, and uh, we thank Him and praise Him for it. I'm glad that the celebration doesn't end just because Easter's over. Here it is, uh, Monday. But guess what? Jesus is still alive, and He is still on the throne, and He can still change your life, and He can still give you strength, and He can help you with whatever you're facing. And I hope you are having a great day today. Happy birthday yesterday to Meredith Jones, uh, one of our school teachers. And then happy birthday yesterday to Marshall Overton. Hope you had a great day yesterday and a happy birthday. And then a happy birthday today to Sabre Biggs and Savannah Medlin. I hope you uh, both have a great day today and a happy birthday to you. Let's be in prayer for our church, pray for our school. We're off today. Be back in school tomorrow and really just about a month left till graduation. And we've already been making plans for our graduations. We have a kindergarten graduation and then we have our high school graduation. It's going to be a great time uh, just a few weeks away, really. Let's pray for our missionaries, pray for our uh, members, pray for one another. And uh, I thank you. I hope you take time uh, to pray for our radio ministry. I hope you take time to pray for uh, this broadcast. We listened last Friday, we listened to two songs, powerful songs about the resurrection, about Easter, about Jesus Christ conquering death and the grave. Well, I want you to hear one more song, and I know we sing all of our songs are about Jesus, but here's a great song about Jesus and how he rose from the dead. This song is, There Rose a Lamb. And I'm so thankful that uh, Jesus Christ is alive. Hope you'll enjoy this song. And then after this song, I'd like to go back to Luke 24, and I'd like to share a few more thoughts uh, from the resurrection story. But I hope you enjoy this song, There Rose a Lamb. It was the third day since he died. And it was said he would arise Then from the grave this lamb came forth Oh, I have reason to rejoice He chose the place, he chose the hour that he would rise by his own power. 
sacrifice three days ago. And now praise God, the Lamb who rose. There rose a Lamb in Jerusalem. He was the Son of the great High I wasn't there to see him rise, but I was there when he saved my soul. For within my heart, this lamb arose. There rose a lamb in Jerusalem. He was the son. That's a great song, and uh, I'm glad that he is alive, and uh, he has all power in heaven and in earth, and uh, he has said he'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us, uh, he'll be with us even to the end of the world, amen and amen. Luke 24, it says in verse number one, now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, uh, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher, and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments, and as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. We saw on Friday uh, about the resurrection that it was promised. Jesus had told his disciples 
that he would rise again the third day, but yet they forgot his promise. Uh, don't forget the promises of God. Hold on to the promises of God. Human nature is that we forget. Human nature is that we doubt. Human nature is that we just don't think God can do it for us. He does it for somebody else, but you know, our situation's different. Oh no, God keeps his promises and he'll keep his promises to you and his promises to me. Let's look secondly at this thought of the resurrection and the lessons I think we can learn. Number two is that the resurrection was personal. You know, the disciples, for all of their flaws and all of their faults, and by the way, we've got them too, so, you know, we're no different than they are. Um, but the disciples did not send messengers. They didn't say, hey, could you go check for us and see if Jesus is there? I like the fact that they went themselves. And when they got there and they saw that the stone was rolled away, the Bible says they entered in. I like that. They weren't just guessing, well, you know, the stone was rolled away, but we don't really know what was inside. No, they went in. They made it personal. I like what it says in the Psalms, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, if you taste something, it's personal. If you see something, it becomes personal. I like what it says in verse number eight. It says they remembered his words. Well, how did they remember them? They remembered them because they heard them. They were there. Then notice verse number 11. They went then and they told these things to others. And it says in verse 11, and their words seemed to them as idle tales and they believed them not. Now, that's not an excuse for the people that, that heard the, their report, but the people that weren't there, the people that didn't see the empty tomb, they were kind of more dismissive, like, well, yeah, whatever. Well, friend, I want to tell you, when you see it for yourself and when you experience it for yourself, you know it's real, it's personal. That's why it's so good to go to church for yourself. That's why it's so good to read your Bible for yourself and so good to pray and see answers to prayer for yourself. You make it personal. Can I tell you, you can hear somebody else talk about it, but when you hear the preaching and you hear the teaching of the Word of God for yourself, uh, and you experience it, you realize that it is real. You see, God is good. You got to make that personal. God answers prayer. You got to make it personal. God loves you. Make it personal. Jesus died for you. Make it personal. Jesus is alive and you can walk with him and you can talk with him and you can have a relationship with him, but you got to make it personal. The Bible says in verse number 15 that Jesus went with them. He himself drew near and went with them. Verse 31, their eyes were opened and they knew him. They saw it for themselves. They realized that it all made sense when it became personal. The resurrection is not just a story for somebody else. It's not just a story for your children. It's a story for you and it's a story for me. We got to make it personal. But then I see the resurrection was powerful. The angels said to the people that came, why seek ye the living among the dead. He is not here, but he is risen. What a difference a few days can make from one of the darkest days in human history to the brightest day in human history. That is the difference of the resurrection. There is power in the resurrection. The resurrection can make a difference in your life. You see, it's because of the resurrection that we can have eternal life, that we can have purpose, that we can have joy, that we can have confidence. It's because of the resurrection that you can trust God. And I can trust God if he can conquer death. He can help you conquer your habits. If Jesus can conquer death, then he can give you victory in your life. We see that the resurrection is 
uh, a personal. We see that it is powerful, but then I want you to see that the resurrection is peaceful. The resurrection brings such a peace to your heart and to my heart. Verses 36 through 38, the Bible says, And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold, my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Can I tell you the resurrection brings such a peace. They were so scared. They were so terrified. They were so stressed out. But Jesus showed up and he said, you can have peace. I'm thankful that when Jesus is in our midst, I'm thankful that Jesus can bring peace to our lives. That's why you want Jesus in the middle of your family. You want Jesus in the middle of your life. He ought to be in the middle of your schedule. He ought to be in the middle of your job. He ought to be in the middle of your ministry, your future, your dreams, your goals. Put Jesus in the middle. Uh, I think about a a wheel, a, a tire. You've got all those spokes that go out, but Jesus ought to be in the middle of everything. He ought to be the hub. He ought to be the center. And Jesus was in the midst of them. And it was at that time that Jesus said, peace be unto you. Those disciples need not fear of death. They need not fear of persecution. Oh yeah, death would come and persecution would come, but they had the presence of God and they had the peace of God. Matthew, uh, 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 excuse me, uh, Psalm uh, 56 verse 3, what time I am afraid I will trust in thee. That's peace. Matthew, say it again, Matthew, uh, Psalm 56 verse 4, I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Psalm 56, 11, in God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. If you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you shouldn't fear what somebody can do to your body. But if you do not know Christ as Savior, you should be very fearful of where you will spend eternity. We don't have to fear the unknown. We don't have to dread the afterlife. We don't have to wonder what happens next. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. One man said this, He wrote a book entitled The Case for Christ, and he said every single shred of evidence for the resurrection of Jesus Christ is also evidence for my eventual resurrection. You know what that means? Because Jesus lives, that means that you and I can live also, not just live here, not just live now, but that we can live forever with him because of the resurrection. I hope you've enjoyed the Easter weekend. I hope you have a great day on this Monday, and I hope you have a great week. God bless you. Thanks so much for making yesterday such a great day, and thank you so much for tuning in to our Winning Side broadcast today. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.
Sun.